Hello and welcome. A disturbing picture has re-emerged about our youth and college life in India this week. A student's death at the IIT Kharagpur earlier this month. The student's parents then moved the Calcutta High Court demanding a thorough probe into what they suspect to be murder on campus due to ragging. The death of Fezan Ahmed, a third-year mechanical engineering student from Tinsukia in Assam, is being investigated by the police. Fezan Ahmed was found dead in his hostel room on the 14th of October. His parents requested the High Court for an independent investigation, and the court has now directed the IIT director to submit a detailed report later this month on the 22nd of November. In 2001, the Supreme Court banned dragging across India the death of Aman Kachru, a student of a medical college in Dharamchala, due to ragging in 2009, prompted the Supreme Court to step in and to direct all educational institutions in the country to strictly follow the anti-ragging law. Yet, ragging continues and incidents of deaths on Indian campuses due to this scourge continue to be reported. These are bright young minds that we're losing every year due to mental and physical torture. Why is ragging a ritual on Indian campuses? And why is it so acceptable to, use to lose young, driven, bright minds to senseless violence? On We the People tonight, we have Rajinder Kachru, founder of the AmanMovement.org, uh, in the face of uh, eradication of ragging. This is Aman Kachru's father. We have uh, Ranaji Chatterjee, the advocate in the Calcutta High Court, appearing for the Ahmeds, the family, the father and mother of the deceased student, Fazan Ahmed. RTC Rajaratnam, psychologist and author, and Praneet Mungali, educationist, a trustee of the Sansruti Group of Schools. But first, our hearts go out to Rehana Ahmed, mother of Fazan Ahmed, the deceased student of IIT Kharagpur. Rehana Ji, thank you so much for joining us on We the People. Uh, Rihanna ji, kya hua tha Faizan ke saath? Can you tell us a little bit about Faizan? Aap Faizan ke baare mein kuch bata sakte ho hume, uske, his dreams, his aspirations, unke uh, aashayen, unke sapne ke baare mein? Bohut sapna tha uska. Woh hume bolta raha, hume IIT karungi, uske baad kuch IME ya kisi mein seat mile, to hume aage padhai karungi mamma. Mein aage padhna chahti ho, aage badhna chahti ho, mein kuch aur karna chahti ho. Uska sapna bohut tha. वो सपना लेके आईआईटी में गया रहा लेकिन उस सपने को एक रेगिंग के वजह से खत्म कर दिया गया मैम आपने अब अपील की है क्योंकि आप मुझे लग रहा है कि मैंने सुना है कि आपको अथॉरिटी से तो कोई आशाएं नहीं है यू डोंट हैव एनी होप्स कि उनसे कुछ होगा बट आपने अब अपील की है दूसरे पेरेंट्स को दूसरे आईआईटी स्टूडेंट्स के माँ बाप को आपने अपील की है आप क्या कह रहे हो और क्यों अपील कर रहे हो दूसरे पेरेंट्स को अब इसीलिए अपील कर रही हूँ मैम दूसरे आई स्टूडेंट के मम्मी पापा को की वो रात को जाग के सोए अपने कान खोल के सोए क्योंकि दूसरा फायदा नहीं होना चाहिए जो मैंने बेटा खोया जो मेरा बेटा मेरे मुझसे गया वो दूसरी माँ का ना हो दूसरी माँ ना रोए मेरा एक ही बेटा था हुनहार बेटा था सारा इतना सारा सपना लेके आईआईटी में किया रहा आज जो उसका सपना आईआईटी वालों ने अथॉरिटी ने वैसा ये कर दिया अगर रेगिंग जब हो रहा था तभी उन लोगों जब कंप्लेन किया रहा फैजान ने तब अथॉरिटी अगर एक्शन लेता मैनेजमेंट अगर ये करता तो शायद मेरा फैजान नहीं मरता आज, आज कितने फैजान को नाजा ने इस ने मार डाला है 
आज इसी तरह से अगर दूसरा फेज और मरे तो दूसरी एक माँ फिर रोएगी एक हुनहार स्टूडेंट फिर चली जाएगी हम क्या आईआईटी में अपने बच्चे को मरने के लिए भेजते हैं हाँ पढ़ने के लिए भेजते हैं ना उन लोगों को अथॉरिटी को जो है मैनेजमेंट जो है उनको पेरेंट्स बना के हम अपने बच्चे को पढ़ने के लिए वहाँ भेजते हैं बच्चों का सपना दे के हम वहाँ भेजते हैं हाँ तो अगर इसी तरह से वो लोग करते रहेंगे तो हम क्या कितने फैजान खोटे रहेंगे और इसीलिए मैं पेरेंट्स को बोल रही हूँ आप लोग जागिए आप लोग जागिए कि दूसरा फैजान ना खोना पड़े do we send our students to college to study to die no parent should have to ask themselves or have to live with that question uh, rana ji chatterjee is an advocate with the calcutta high court he is appearing for the ahmed family mr chatterjee uh, uh, faizan's mother they're saying that if the authorities had acted on the complaint we would not be here today he would not be another statistic uh, this young student had a uh, complaint to the authorities was there a system in place on the ground that he complained that he took that he tried to take up the parents have also said in court that uh, there was an attempt made uh, to say that faizan was mentally disturbed that he had committed suicide because of stress over studies and that uh, he had refused to be part of an assimilation program which is really just a euphemism for ragging she is absolutely right have the authorities taken effective steps rather than a mere stern warning what is described as a stern warning hmm. this would not have happened the, the 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 this assimilation program was followed by the hall elections it's called the council hall elections hmm it's actually the hostel elections and uh, there was a lot of uh, infighting there faizan complained about the rigging of the elections i suppose Hmm. and uh, there was a facebook post on it uh, and there it is described as worse worse than what happened in the so called assimilation program oh gosh that happened in august this is a part of our writ petition and very curiously but perhaps predictably the same evening that the matter was heard in the high court the post was deleted now there's a direct from our uh, our honorable high court judge that post should be retrieved and most certainly because the authorities the iit institution was served they were represented at the hearing on 3rd of november they must have told the concerned students to have the post deleted mm. so this the is very worrying are, on two fronts right because one there is an issue of ragging which there is a crime against as a law against it but on the other hand we now have a case that was initially believed to be a case of suicide due to academic pressure being suspected to be a case of ragging and uh, ragging and murder and the police has uh, the high court i beg your pardon has expressed concern over the police's investigation and the role of the administration in tackling ragging on campus so what this is despite what the, the supreme court's directive was not just do we also have ragging we also have the authorities not acting as per the supreme court's directive absolutely there uh, the, the following the recommendations of the committee that was constituted we now have a regulation in force a statutory regulation which has uh, very many checks uh, contemplated a monitoring cell anti ragging committee anti ragging squads which can even conduct raids yeah
separate hostels for freshers and seniors. And uh, certainly small groups of freshers. He was not really a fresher, but he was new to the campus because due to the COVID, uh, they all joined in November 2020. Correct. All right, that explains it. But you know, the irony is the IIT Kharagpur website itself refers to this order of the Supreme Court regarding the steps that authorities will take and should take to offend offenders, to punish offenders involved in ragging. It says that the punishment will include expulsion from the institution, suspension from the institution, or from classes for a limited period. But there is clearly a mismatch between what the court directive says and what institutes do. The Supreme Court has clear directives on ragging, but implementation clearly seems to be missing or lukewarm by many authorities. Let's try and bring in some students over here. I have some second year students from Hansraj College joining us. Adrit, uh, Harish, Ankit and Sahil. Thank you so much for your time. You know, you're speaking for other students. Please explain to us why we keep hearing such horrific stories. It's like it's impossible to imagine that students would do this to others. I don't want to sound naive. Uh, I've also been in college at some point. I want to simply ask you, how does this continue? Because at some point, the senior was once a junior. The senior was once a fresher who went through this ragging. How do you then inflict it on others? Yeah, so I hope I'm audible. Yeah. Uh, the fact that happens is first, before I begin to speak anything, I would say that uh, words really fall short hearing about this incident. But the fact that there is this Faizan that constantly happens in our college campuses, uh, there, these stories come up. One of the Faizan takes a very extreme step. But what we constantly go through is something that is very tragic in these places. For example, as I came in as a first-year student back in February and then I was in first year, that these instances of bullying and ragging were sort of a constant reality for me because one, that I did not fit into that image of the popular masculinity that is there is. Mm. And also because my interests were different from that of the mainstream crowd and places. So yeah. therefore, I had to face this. And about this question as to why the seniors, like now that we are in second year and now that the freshers have again joined in, we see some of our batchmates as well indulging in that thing. So there has to be, it has to be seen in that context that they had faced it through one entire semester. And now that these freshers come in, they see them as the next set of victims on whom they can perpetrate the violence that have once been committed How on them. break out of the cycle? So is the... Uh, you know, the Supreme Court directive, the fact that all of the websites, you know, the posters on around campus say that this is not allowed. Does this not prove to be any deterrent? Is there no fear of authorities cracking down on you? There is, to be honest, we have to fill up an anti-ragging form and we need to show that, get it stamped and have things happen. But then that is what exists at a very official level. Only things do not go out do not flow out to the authorities or even if they do, the process is very lax. Very slow. So then, do students not complain? Do students not complain? Yes, they do. But for example, I would say, I would relate a very personal experience of this that uh, once that I was said about my dressing style and the style of wearing particular jewelries, 
I did take it up to the pertinent authorities, but then the sort of uh, reaction that I faced was something that I was not very much satisfied with. I was asked to either live with that reality or maybe to find out other expressions of having my identity that is different from the rest of the society to be registered. So basically asking you to conform. All right. So, okay, let's go back to 2009. We had Aman Katru was a first year student at a medical college in Himachal Pradesh. He was severely persistently ragged by seniors who were allegedly drunk. On the 7th of March, 2009, four of his seniors attacked him so brutally in the boys' hostel that he had to be rushed to the hospital the next day. And the postmortem showed that this 19-year-old had died of brain hemorrhage. A probe panel was then appointed by the Supreme Court after there was nationwide outrage. And it found that this teenager, 19-year-old student, young boy, had repeatedly complained to the college. He had asked for help, but he was ignored. Kachru's death then led to the introduction of new guidelines at colleges across the country to protect students from ragging. And under this, there was an anti-ragging law that was set up, which says that if a student is found guilty, he can be imprisoned for three years along with the fine. Yet we have this vicious cycle of ragging that does not seem to have been broken. We are thankful. Uh, grateful to have Aman Kachru's father joining us, Raj Kachru. Uh, Mr. Kachru, let there not be another Aman Kachru is what we had said way back in 2009 in television studios like mine. Here we are today talking about Faizan Ahmed. His pleading mother is, ple- is grieving mother is pleading the same. She's saying let there not be another Faizan. Yet you get complaints regularly. Today I, I shared, you shared a complaint that you recently got that was quite horrific, frightening beatings, sexual nature of harassment and abuse. Why do you, where do we stand after 2009? It's a difficult question to answer. Where do we stand? Because what we see is not a great achievement in the sense. But before I go, I want to convey my condolences and sympathies to uh, Rehana Ahmed. And I fully agree with her. And this is the message, even if we can convey this message today, we'll be doing a good job. If we can convey to parents that their children are not safe in campuses in India, I mm. can take five years ago, I would not have said this. But today I have no hesitation in saying that their children are not safe in campuses in India. Uh, for the last three years, mm. uh, Government of India, UGC and everything have forgotten about uh, ragging. Mm. We have gone way behind since June 2009. Uh, it's, it's anybody's we are back to the situation like 2009. 2019, I'm sorry. We have gone, everything kind of stopped in 2019 and we are going backwards. So very we difficult. Can... I'm sure it's very difficult for you, sir, as a parent, as a father, to say that, and I think that's what you're saying right now, in a sense, the parents not just suffer the most, but they're also where the responsibility lies, you're saying. Parents should not uh, trust authorities. Do the students uh, not reach out to parents? I'm assuming like uh, Faizan was a scholarship child, probably overcame a lot of, I know he was a a child on scholarship, overcame a lot of difficulty to get to the school. um, uh, Ahmed ma'am, Rehana Ahmed ji, Faizan ne kya aapke paas, aapko bataya tha ki uske saath kya ho raha tha? Ya bacho jaise soch se ki maa-baap ko parishan nahi karna chahiye unke problems? Ji, ohi socha bintam, usne bataya kabhi nahi bataya. Mein usse hamesa poshti hoon, tum wohaan thik hoona beta, 
बोलता रहा मैं हैप्पी हूँ माँ आप चिंता मत करो यहाँ हैप्पी हूँ मैं सब खुश हूँ यहाँ ठीक है सब कभी बोला नहीं था मेरा साथ ऐसा कुछ हुआ है बोल के अगर बोलता तो शायद मैं उसे बचा पाता लेकिन जो इन्होंने बोला कि ये ये रियलिटी है जब पेरेंट्स के बच्चे जाते हैं कैंपस में वी फील एज पेरेंट्स कि दे आर सेफ देर इज ए वाइस चांसलर देर इज ए रजिस्ट्रार देर इज ए हेल्पलाइन देर इज ए मैकेजम देर इज यू जी सी देर इज रूल देर इज लॉ देर इज मिनिस्ट्री ऑफ एजुकेशन दिस इम्प्रेशन की ये सेफ है लेकिन ये सेफ नहीं है दिस इज पेरेंट्स इन इंडिया हैव टू कम टू दिस रियलाइजेशन कि उनके yes, बच्चे सेफ तो नहीं है हम आपको बता रहे हैं आपको इतना बड़ा इंस्टीट्यूट आया कि खड़गपुर है लेकिन नहीं है क्योंकि जो अथॉरिटीज है यहाँ अब मैं तो बहुत इंटरेस्ट अब अथॉरिटीज डू नॉट सी रैगिंग एज ए इम्पोर्टेंट थिंग एट ऑल ये फायदे वे है साइड है इसका कोई महत्व नहीं है आई नो मेनी पीपल विल फील से दैट ये अच्छी बात नहीं कह रहे हैं टेलीविजन पर बट दिस इज अ रियलिटी पेरेंट्स हैव टू अंडरस्टैंड दिस दे मस्ट रियलाइज कि दिस इज द रियलिटी ऑफ टुडे तीन साल से मेरा बेटा को मार डाला गया है कल क्या था यही रेगिंग की वजह से किस माँ का बेटा को मार डेगा कोई ठिकाना नहीं हम आई में अपने बच्चे को मारने के लिए भेजते रहेंगे अगर वहाँ मैनेजमेंट ऐसे नहीं करेंगे अथॉरिटी ठीक नहीं होंगे तो कैसे हर फैजान मरते रहेंगे हर फैजान की मर्डर होते रहेगा हर फैजान की मर्डर होते रहेगा मेरा एक ही बेटा था बड़ी तकलीफ से मैं इतनी मैं बड़ी घर के आमिर नहीं थे हम लोग खुद ये करके मैं जॉब करके अपने छोटे से ये करके मैं बच्चे को पाल के इतने बड़े सपने वो लिया था उसका सपना मैं सच करके वहां तक भेजी थी कि वो सपना वो पूरा कर सके मेरा बेटा कुछ बन सके मेरा बेटा लेकिन आज मेरा बेटा सपने के करीब जब पहुंचा तो मर्डर हो गया उसको मार डाला गया है इसका इंसाफ आप लोग कीजिए मुझे इंसाफ चाहिए विल देर बी जस्टिस विल दिस कंटिन्यूज मदर आस्किंग फॉर जस्टिस won't be returned uh, can she at least know what actually happened and will those behind this be brought book arti arti rajaratnam you work with students you're a psychologist what is the mentality what is the hidden mentality behind this uh, this ragging why does this continue to happen again I, as i ask those students because there's a cycle and if you've been a victim of ragging do you then then be the perpetrator of it uh, see it's a very complex question i'm not going to try and simplify it and you know try and fit it into a box it's also an initiation so sometimes it's normalized in many of the colleges mm. as a getting to know as uh, you know some kind of a freshers part kind of thing but where this becomes a problem is that in india if you look at children right from when they are in school they are not taught how to use freedom yeah we are always uh, you know with great freedom comes great responsibility and i think somewhere we miss out that in all our years of schooling so that's where i think the problem really starts and then when they come into the college years when you expect them to be you know you can't be expecting a professor to be sitting and monitoring are they beating up each other are they doing this and it's happening usually in hostels and yeah. this 
you know, the ragging culture starts when somebody is away from home. So it's usually in the army, it's in a hostel, those kind of things. But there are reported studies after World War One that say that the kind of ragging uh, since World War One is actually more on the violence side. Mm. And I think that can also be something that we need to sort of look into very seriously. Mm. And I agree with the two grieving parents. And I'm so sorry. My heart goes out to you. I know that words can do nothing. But a um, lot of, uh, you know, law comes in. Everything is on paper. In fact, I was also in some anti-ragging committees of a couple of colleges and things like that. But when something is reported, there is no process. Nothing has been set down, uh, you know, and there's no process. So if I was a student and I went and complained to a professor or even to the principal of the college, they don't know what to do after that. Mm. So suspending somebody is never... See, the punitive aspect of discipline never works. It has to be restorative or preventive. We've missed the point in all of this. If we're always looking at the punitive part of it, I don't think this whole issue is ever going to find a resolution. Mm. We need to start looking at preventive aspects, which is we need to help uh, adolescents right from uh, you know when they're 13 years old to understand how to work on aggression how to deal with other people empathetically and with compassion with yeah. uh, compassionate empathy in that sense and also to understand that might is never right bullying and is comes never with responsibility okay. yes mungali you're an educationist you work with the sanskriti groups of schools are we doing enough of that at the school level uh, as we have uh, uh, just as we've just raised the issue here, what happens at the school levels? Are we taught, are students taught as they prepare to go into college, what to ex- ac- what to expect, what to accept uh, when it comes to, to ragging? So, firstly, my, my condolences, my sanabhuti, or shok prakat karna chaunga, Rehana ji ko unke loss ke liye. It's heartbreaking for anyone associated with education to see these kind of Tragedy is occurring. In the answer to the question, I endorse what Artiji mentioned earlier, that the solution for this has to be via reformation and not retribution. And the efforts to really prevent another Aman or a Fezan coming into case, it has to start as a school level, like you pointed out, where policy is to educate adolescents about the long-term harmful effects on mental health of students. Because the negative feedback loop of this culture where bullying is perpetuated is really a result of the young impressionable minds not being informed and really sensitized about the long-term damages which they cause to individuals, not just in very, very severe and tragic cases like happened to Aman and Fezan, but you know, there are there are adults who grow up who carry the trauma of bullying, of ragging, whatever moniker you want to put to it for the rest of their lives. So we can definitely do more at a school level when children are becoming adolescents. We do it um, in our organization, but there needs to be more impetus in doing it in a standard manner across the country in schools. All right. Stakeholders, parents, parents also need to be sensitized in case their children are are indulging in this. So more definitely needs to be done with all the stakeholders associated with this at a school level. Mm -hmm. All right. You know, I just want to say thank you all for joining us tonight on this topic because it's a, it's, there's so much politics happening. Uh, today, there's that big cricket match where we wanted to put 
the spotlight on this issue. As Raj Kachru says, no one seems to think it's a problem anymore. Mr. Kachru, I just want to go to you to wind up this show. What would you like to say? You have not just experienced this, you've been working to try and you know sort out a solution to this issue over the last decade. What, what would you like to say to wind up this show for anyone who's listening? I have two things to say. I want to tell the government. First, I want to say that the ragging is not only what we have understood ragging for years, that seniors are ragging the juniors. But when you look at the data of the last 10 years, you will see that there are many second year, third year, fourth year, fifth year students being ragged. So it is violence on campuses and we do not have any mechanisms in the country to control violence in campuses. Police are not there. The Supreme Court said very clearly in 2009, if we do not have, if the college authorities cannot control violence in the campuses, then we should have a police choki in the uh, mm. campus. So it's a different ballgame altogether. But what has happened is that the monitoring mechanisms at the central level, for instance, have yeah. completely broken down. The interest in this problem has broken down in the last three years. We have built a regulation for bullying in schools, the kind of thing the psychologists and the educationists were talking about. This is pending in the last four years in some bureaucrat's desk. It's, it, went, it took us six years to build it up, but it's not going anywhere. So from a government point of view, people, uh, people have to understand that all government, right. is, as of now, is not giving it the highest priority. That's very clear. So parents must protect Absolutely their children. Tragic. That is my advice to all the parents. The they must protect parents. the children until some time in the future when government gets interested in this problem again and we can move further. Thank you, Fifth, Mr. Kapoor. I, I want Thank to you, just want... We are out of time. I just want to say we need to ask... If the authority तो उनको इसके लिए पनिश होना पड़ेगा उनको ये सजा मिलना पड़ेगा कि क्यों नहीं मान रहे वो वो इतने बड़े इंस्टीट्यूट हो गए आकर सुप्रीम कोर्ट के बात नहीं मान रहे तो क्यों नहीं मान रहे इसके लिए उनको ये किया जाए and also the more prestigious the institute the greater the cover up it seems to be and but we need to ask what kind of um, citizens are we graduating from our schools those who have been broken by ragging and those who inflict it those are the ones coming out of our campuses, out of our colleges. A big worry for all of us as a society. Thank you for joining us on We the People tonight. Bye-bye.